Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 79, The Player to be Determined by Tucker in Two Minutes, episode. I'm Trey, joined in studio by Dylan, Tucker, and remotely by Cam. How are we, fellas? Living the dream. Doing right. well. Winners and losers, Dylan, I have a loser for you. Terry O'Reilly. The Terry Forrest Gregg. The Forrest Gregg and Terry O'Reilly episode. Um, Dylan, I have a loser for you off the bat. You said, oh, the 4th of July wasn't when they signed it, blah, blah, blah. That's when it was ratified. It's That's not when the they signed it. That doesn't matter. It's the date it was ratified. Yeah, it's not the day they signed it. People it say was, they signed the Declaration of Independence. No, they, they just mean that did. it was ratified. It's just, just uneducated. So, loser for you. That's a win for me. I didn't. I didn't so loser. I did not say the wrong thing. You said that we shouldn't celebrate on the fourth because they didn't sign on the fourth. But the Ameri- America said, didn't become a country said, until I never the fourth. We shouldn't celebrate. I just thought it was funny. Um, okay. Loser there. Winner to be determined in our poll. Cam, Dylan, both tied on the poll. Tucker, you never flipped a coin. I've never flipped a coin before. Flip the coin. All right, Dylan, you had the better take, so you call it. Heads, I win. Tails, I win. Heads. Heads! Yes! That's a point for Dylan. That'll be double digits. Take Dylan into 10 points. It seems pretty cool that I didn't get to see any of that. Didn't see it flip. What like didn't what benefit do we have by giving the guy leading the poll head an extra point? Like what benefit oh, do Tucker and I get out of that? He showed, he showed that the coin had a head, so that makes sense. Anyway. Uh, um, okay. Any other winners and losers? Um... Uh, Dylan, Tampa Bay Lightning. Another Tampa. Oh, yeah, Dylan gets that win. Tampa Bay Lightning are the champion. What are you doing to my computer right now? I'm trying to set it up so we can see Cam and us on the I just had it so, so we, we could see Cam. Well, now we can see both the All right. Audacity and Cam and us. Look, it's perfect. Cam, any losers, winners? What do you got? Oh, I got a winner. Cam, happy birthday. The big two, three. Happy birthday. Jordan here, baby. Jordan here. How you feeling? Loser me, I'm older now. I'm yeah, no, birthdays aren't fun anymore. Um, I'm going to die soon. So. Imagine if you were Tucker turning 25 in two weeks. So, so dumb. <laughs> Are you uh, excited to get off your parents' insurance, Tucker? That's 26. Oh, okay, one more year. One more year. One more year. All right. Cam, you seem pretty amped up about a take. Give us your take. I am pretty amped up, Trey, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, big news, I guess, this week besides uh, basketball and hockey. In the football realm, Nikhil Harry is has been a bum his whole career. Bum. He's, he's looking to get traded now. I apparently. think I know where this is going. I like it. I think I, 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 I'm assuming he's going to get traded, if not cut, so he's going to end up somewhere. And... You know, I think he might just break out. And I think Nikhil Harry is going to have a thousand yard season next year, <laughs> wherever he ends up. As long as he's not a Patriot and he is on an NFL team's roster, he is going to have a thousand yard season. And there is no basis other than the fact that I just, I feel like he's got a big body and he's built for the position. He's not slow or anything. He just, I guess he just couldn't figure it out probably in that scheme. And it wasn't for him. So he's going to move on somewhere else. And I think he's going to, he's going to play great football and have a thousand yard season. All right. There's a big difference between, I would, I would have liked to take more of you said he's going to get out of New England and be like, 
say like actually produce somewhere because he's yet to produce anywhere. No nope, thousand, numbers. A thousand yard. I, I, yeah, but even if you said like a, put up like a touchdown number, like he's going to score eight to ten touchdowns this year. Like I, there's no way he gets a thousand yards receiving anywhere. How many a thousand yard receivers are there a season? How many 20? are there averagely? Twenty. Av- averagely on average. Probably twenty. I'll look it up. Um, no, there's no way. This guy's a bum. He just, he does, he can't learn the Patriots playbook. What makes you think he's going to be able to learn anybody else's playbook? He shouldn't have been requesting his, a trade from New England. He should at least show up for at least one game to request a trade. His trade value is nothing. I don't even know if they're going to trade him. They might just stash him. So if I've heard conditional six rounder. Yeah. Conditional six rounders. Awful. They might just stash him and uh, say, you know what, bum, you're just going to sit the bench for two more years until you're a free Back agent. So squad. Good luck. Um, no, this guy's a bum. He's going to be a bum wherever. I wouldn't be surprised if he's done, uh, next year. If this is his last year in the league, wouldn't be surprised. So, uh, I, I can see it just because he has the talent, like in terms of ability, I think he can do it. I just think he's big. He's fast. He's physical. I think if they put him in the right system, he can thrive. Thousand yards is very ambitious, but I can see him being a breakout player this year. Absolutely. So I'll I'll clarify. There were eighteen players that had a thousand thousand yards receiving last year. Those who did not make the list include Keenan Allen, um, yeah. <laughs> Cole Beasley. I think was on there. I just I discarded the list, but it's pretty good names out there. But Nikhil, you know, he's he's on the up he's on the up and uh, up and coming. <laughs> since since when he's been on the up and coming for three years, he hasn't done a single thing. Dell, here you go. I, I think I think Cam's not wrong. I think we're all kind of in agreement. If he's not on New England and he's on a team where they are losing a lot and they just throw the ball, they run simple routes that if they throw him enough balls, he'll probably get decent numbers. But I don't even know if that's going to happen. I don't know if people are going to really put him in that situation because he just he's got to go somewhere that stinks. And they just don't have anybody else. They just throw it to them. Even for this to remotely come close. Again, last year, this was true two years ago, but last year he was 99 out of 100 on mm, uh, separation. He still that cannot get two years ago. It happened it again. Happened again. <laughs> it happened again. He did it again. The guy is too slow. And he's just not like he's, – he's good at – he's like – Everybody said they shouldn't draft DK Metcalf because all he can do is run in a straight line. That's all Nikhil Harry can do, run in a straight line. And even then, he's not fast enough or uh, like athletic enough to do it. He's he's bigger. He, he he should switch to tight end and try to play tight end. That's what he should do. But there's no way in hell this happens, Cam. Um, I have a take. You have a take about a soon-to-be former Patriot. Well, I have a take about a former Patriot. Um, the greatest Patriot of all time, Tom Brady. I uh, don't know if you guys caught the match this weekend, but Brady and Mickelson took the L to Rodgers and DeChambeau, who came alive on the back nine. Um, and, you know, Brady's mounted a lot of great comebacks in his time, couldn't do it. But I could tell there was a little something in Tom that was a little pissed. He was a little pissed off. He was talking trash to Rodgers the whole time, saying, you don't have a team, you hate your coach, blah, 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 blah. And, like, just just kind of running his mouth. And then Rodgers came out and just kind of stayed quiet and stayed, like, peppy and beat him. And I think that's going to motivate Tom this season. And I think Tom Brady is going to do something this year 
that he has never done in his career. Tom Brady is going to both win the MVP and win the Super Bowl thanks to the motivation from this golf match. That's a terrible take. I love it. That is so bad. Why is it bad? Tell me. The guy... We talk about Tom Brady way too often, but the guy is a competitor, a fierce competitor. If you think that he doesn't have motivation... I think he does. I think this is adding on to the motivation. I think... But, like, it's a golf match that nobody cares about. He cared. Rogers should be upset that he won because it's the only thing he can be happy for. And he knows it. Tom Brady <laughs> cared if he was going to win this game. This means talking ab- about this it for means, two months this, before it happened. This means absolutely nothing to Tom Brady. Oh, I, I, I disagree. I think, I think it bothered him. Tucker? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think this matters to him. I think he's over the hill. This is the beginning of the end for Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. Like, Tom Brady's done. I don't care. He's done. He's done. I've decided he's done. That's it. That should be a waste to take at some point. Yeah, he's done. Tom Brady is done. He's never going to win anything important again. Cameron? So I would like this take to go another way, where all the trash talk from Brady that motivated Aaron Rodgers to win on the back nine is going to continue into the season. That's what I thought you were going to say. Brady got outplayed by Rodgers. That's what I thought you were going to say. We're going to see the rematch where I think Rodgers will end up on the Packers. And I think the rematch is coming and it's the championship. And I think it's going to be another, it's going to be exactly like that golf match. Rodgers actually ends up being the one to come back and come alive in the second half and make his, make it to the Super Bowl. Well, that's, well, that's what he did. That's what he did on the, on the golf course. Exactly. That's yeah, what you said. Happen. Well, actually this time Rodgers is going to be the one to come from. From behind, he just did that. No, do it again. He's gonna. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I meant, I meant like this time as a Brady one for football. Yes, football. I understand. Yes, I understand. I, I mean, I, like- I just, I'm, I'm just taking a step. I have said, I said last year after they won the Super Bowl, I will never pick against Brady again. I said it for 15 years as a Patriots fan. I said never bet against Brady, and then I went against my cardinal sin. And what do you do? Took my heart out, stomped on it, put it in a little avocado smoothie, and slurped it down, nah, and then done. spit it he's into done. his son's Congrats mouth while he kissed carried. him. N- he's not carried. He's the carried. He's, he's going to win MVP Absolutely and Super carried. Bowl. Uh, and Super Bowl. This MVP. Year. Yes, he's going to win MVP. I bet thousand of odds. <laughs> then you should do it. I bet there. I bet that's out there. That bet. I bet that's not the odds. I bet no, they're it's closer not. to like 50. It's, <laughs> it's probably like 30 it's to 50 to 1. Probably like 35. If, yeah. Um. All right. That's my take. Easy one. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, yeah. So I've been thinking about the Olympics a lot. I'm very excited for the Olympics. If you can tell. Uh, America, all that. Um, but there's one event that has not been the Olympics, I don't think ever, that needs to go into the Olympics. And it's gladiator fights. Tell me how electric it would be if there was just one event in the Olympics that was just a real gladiator match to the death. One one person from every country competes in the Olympics. Like, whatever. Like, yeah, they all die besides one person. But that person gets taken care of for the rest of their life. They never have to work a job again. They get, like, a $10 million a year salary. But, yeah, I think... There should be a gladiator fight in the Olympics. I think it would be the greatest event ever. I think everyone would watch it. Yeah, it's basically a Hunger Games, but it'd be awesome. So do they die? This would yeah, be, no, they die. Like everyone dies besides the winner. 
This would be terrible. Why? This is a horrible this is a, idea. This is a terrible idea. It's entertainment. I can promise you highest views of any Olympic event. By far. I would feel sick. I don't think so. I don't think people don't want to watch people die. I think, look, look, people would would watch it in secret, but when the actual numbers come out, like, nobody will admit to watching it. No one numbers. will admit to it, but every, but then they'll be like, it was the highest viewed event at the entire like, Olympics. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I definitely would watch it, but it yeah, terrible. You'd be sick to your stomach, but but you wouldn't take your eyes off the TV the whole time. So It's basically like voting for Trump. I mean, nobody admits to it. Nobody does it. And then all of a sudden the votes come in and half the world is voting for Trump. So, Well, everyone outside of the United States can't vote for Trump. Go yeah. They did. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, kind of. Both ways. Um, hey. So here's the thing. This is another this should happen take. We don't like these takes, Cam. Cam, I don't know why you're so gung ho. You're you hate this. These this should happen take. This is a bad I, take. Um, I'm so confused. I can't do any take that people like that you guys so, like. I didn't. I wasn't gung ho. I didn't back it up. If I had a take like this, I said there's going to be a Hunger Games. That would be my take. There's going to be a Hunger Games. This should be in the Olympics. I hate it, but I was making. Well, they're not actually going to put it in. Yeah, no. But it would have the best views of any event. Um, I don't think that murder and murder events should go into the Olympics. I think the Olympics are about international competition and friendship. There's People nothing more competitive. The friendship stuff. There's nothing more competitive than. But it's about friendship almost just as much as the, the competitive. It event. is not. There's yes, no yes, friendship. Yes, it is. It's in all the, Olympics. the countries coming uh-huh. together for no. the sake of sport. No, I like you don't remember like the most iconic Olympics was like 1930s in Germany. Like those were the well, yeah because they were under a fascist regime yeah and those were the best <laughs> Olympics when like the countries beat <laughs> each other USA versus Russia during the Cold War in the Olympics those are the memorable ones let's have everyone hate each other and what's the best way to do that gladiators <laughs> I mean we've yeah like everybody would watch but I wouldn't Thank watch you. I don't like, want to see people die. but like it would yes, be would. I would watch the first one and I'd be like I don't know if I can do this and then I'd probably end up watching it I'd hate myself I'd probably like get into a deep depression it would be it would be bad is all I'm saying it would be really bad I wouldn't watch people die I'm not, I'm not do you go home and watch like black internet you think that but guess what uh, gladiator fights in the Coliseum back in the day. Yes, we were, were uncivilized. They were Even civilized. The Olympics, though. There's an <laughs> animalistic <laughs> instinct where you want to see it. You don't know that you want to see it. You've never seen it. None of us have ever seen it. I think I brought it up once before, it happens. But one of the main events in the olden Olympics was wrestling, and the it's winner would would enter him himself into the into the loser to, and that would be a pin. That's why it's called a pin. No, I don't. That's probably not why it's called a pin. But <laughs> <laughs> he, that, would, that would that would happen. Uh, that was the winner. I I I don't think I'm in on murder. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna come out right now as anti-murder. I'm just gonna take that stance right now. Coward. Dylan, do you have a take? Or are you still searching? I got a take. It's not a good one, but you never know. Um. So we know the Olympics are coming up shortly. Tucker just brought it up, and now we're talking about dumb gladiator fights. Um, there's going to be no fans. Let's hear about that. No fans. COVID surgeon up in Tokyo. Um, I think 
that the Olympics are going to happen. I'm not going to do that again because we're too we're too deep. Play the hits. We're too deep into it. I'm not going to do that take again. But I do think I do think that what do I think? I think that I think that COVID is going to do make a scare amongst athletes and the United States is not going to win the first medal because of it. Most medals. Okay. This is a this is a little bit of a winding road take. So take is essentially that COVID's going to disrupt the United States Olympics. Like they're not gonna win because their athletes are gonna get COVID. Whether I don't think they're gonna get COVID because they're all gonna be vaccinated, most likely. But something's gonna go something's gonna happen involving COVID and restrictions and things and curfews and stuff. And the United States is going to lose out on medals enough to not come in first. Okay. So first of all, let me say there should be a declared winner of the Olympics. There's not really a thing. Yeah, there is. They, they, they don't declare a winner. They look at medal counts. You say, Oh, well the U S won the most, but there should be at the end. You should say the winner of this year's Olympics is the United States. The best country in the world is. I'm pretty sure they do do that. No, they, they just tell. They just tally the medals. They tally the medals. Like, there's and no like keep a like I said, but there's no like podium of countries where they put the U.S. flag above well, all the others. It should. Do. They should. The, the place should be draped just in the colors me. of the winning country. Wow, that would be yeah, ugly. No, it, it, should, it should be draped in the colors of the winning country, and you should be celebrated like you're the king. You should be kings of the world for the next four years. Um, but no, I disagree with this take. I'm done. On, I'm done with COVID. COVID's dead. COVID has been dead for a while. I mean, the U.S. beat COVID before anyone else. Yeah, did. COVID's over. That's why I'm saying it's going to disrupt things. It wouldn't. It's not going to disrupt the United States because we're all yeah. vaccinated. I trust the vaccine. Um, we are just genetically uh, enhanced people. We live in in a place that's very dirty and and overcrowded a little bit, and we've built up an immunity to these things. And so you think it's the, you think maybe potentially it's the exact opposite. They're going to come I away. Think, I think every up. other country that shows up is going, especially Japan, which is having the like huge spike. They're all going to get sick, and the United States is going to waltz through. They could send all, all four of us over. Maybe. We'd we'd medal in every single event. That's maybe, what I'm saying. Maybe the t- maybe I'm going anti take. I'm anti. My take <laughs> is that the U.S. is going to walk away with the most medals. That's my take, Tucker. I mean, I, I'm Team USA is going to dominate. They do every Olympics. We're always the best. Uh, sorry, every other country, but you're just not as good. You know how much shit we get if any other country ever won an Olympics? Like, oh, the U.S. has lost its dominance, but we just win every single time. Do we win every time? I think so. I don't think we've lost in a while. Yeah. And people are like, why is the U.S. great? Well, we just beat everyone. Time um, and time again. Cameron, your thoughts? Um, God. I think the USA walks USA, I'm not going to bet against no, the USA ever. Um, and we win every time. And like you guys said, I mean, COVID's not going to affect us. We've been over it. Um, that being said, I got a question, a hypothetical. Maybe the team with the least medals, the loser of the Olympics, gets taken over by whoever wins. I like that. <laughs> like risk. Like, <laughs> Whoever has the most takes over the worst country, and now we have that country for the next Olympics, and it's going to be tough. It's it's going to be tough for the, you know, the in betweeners. But I think it could it could settle a lot of things. We and, have more uh, gold medals than any other country has total medals. 
Uh, yeah, so last, the 2016 Olympics, uh, the United States walked away with 46 um, gold medals, while the next best was Great Britain with 27. So, that sounds like a win to me. Um, Dylan, I don't like the tape. Bad tape. Tate, you have everyone against you. Anything to defend yourself? Okay. Uh, I think I jumped the gun on this one. I think I agree with Trey. Um, I'm going to switch my view, but the take, I guess, still stands. <laughs> it's the quickest move off a take, I think, in, in Waste Takes history. But all right. Um, let's get into some topics. We got Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay continues their third championship in 12 months. They are the kings of the world right now. You know, watching this, it's it's weird, but it's like I it and now I, now I know how it feels to be on the outside, like to not be the kings of the world all of a sudden because, like, and it's not hurting me that much actually. It didn't bother it didn't bother me that much. I was like, yeah, this stinks, but like I don't really care. I mean, I've never really had a connection to Tampa Bay at all. It would it would probably make me angry if it was like New York that was doing it. But um, what's his name? The goalie there for the Lightning. Russian guy, Vasilevsky. Is that him? Yeah. Um, it was. I don't think it is anymore. It's I think guy. it is. It's, it starts with a K. Um, well, their goalie. Their goalie. Vasilevsky. Andre Vasilevsky. Okay. Yep. He won Jeez. the Conn Smythe. Another shutout last night. And Tampa Wait, Bay. Or is it Nikita Kucherov? Nope, that's a forward. No, that's a forward. I don't... Um, no, yeah, uh, they win it. Um, one of the guys had a shirt off skating around. That was pretty cool. Um, I heard somebody calling out all the Canadians <laughs> fans, like, congratulations for winning. And I'm just so glad that I was rooting against the Canadians because they're such a Mickey Mouse franchise. Like, you know they won't hire a coach that doesn't speak French. They yeah. refuse. Like, the fan base goes in an uproar if they don't hire a coach that speaks French. It's so dumb. It's kind of racist, if you ask me, but I don't want to get into that. Um, Dale, your thoughts on uh, hockey being over and, and Tampa Bay being the, the next dynasty? The Bruins lost, and I didn't like watch another second. Oh, no, I didn't so, either. I've been out on it. I didn't even know the goalie was a lightning. So, um, I the Tampa, Tampa Bay is a dynasty, a new dynasty. They went back-to-back. They won a bunch of times the past 10 years. Um. I, it wherever ta- wherever Tom Brady goes, teams win. Yep, that take still stands. When is he going to retire? Tim? And uh, man, I, I just want the Bruins to be good. You know, the expansion draft is this summer. Yeah, know about that? The Seattle Kraken coming, the Kraken coming into the league, um, which is going to be exciting. I'm switching notes here. I wish more teams. I've always heard it pronounced Kraken. I wish more leagues just had expansion teams more often. Well, the NHL is like the last thirty team friend, uh, thirty team yeah, league. So they, they, now they're thirty two, but they, they want to be thirty four. So. They do. Oh, sweet. Um, so more NFL teams. Tucker, any thoughts at all? No, no. Cam, any thoughts? Florida bringing home another ship. Yeah, I got a lot of posts on my friends' like stories and Instagrams and Facebook and everything. Um, does not affect me at all, one way or the other. I. I like Steven Stamkos. He's yeah, pretty Stammer cool. Hammer. He's cool. Stammer's good. Um, nothing wrong with the Lightning for me. I'm a Florida guy, but I don't have Florida rivalries because I'm, you know, I've only lived here a few years. 
So um, <coughs> I'm happy for it. Tampa Bay's uh, the city with the Messiah Tom Brady has been doing pretty well. Ray's going to win it next, deal. No, I think the Sox are winning this year. Let's go. Um, so one thing I wanted to ask you, Dill, because it's been 15 years since the lockout season, and you can kind of look back at, at like that era, this kind of post-lockout era, and there's a new CBA coming into effect next year, I think. But you look at like the big teams in that era, you probably have the Lightning now because they, they won a couple, the Penguins, the Kings. And not the Bruins. I mean, the Bruins won one, and they've been good at, like almost every year, but they've only won one. Well, what do you think about the Capitals then? I wouldn't put them in the the upper echelon. Well, then, if it, they're not the top three, they're the next set. You know. Yeah, they're probably yeah, but they're the next. They're they're the the win the one time winners amongst them. Yeah, so I would I would put whoever's won more than one above them, but then as soon as you get past those, they're right in the thick of it with that. I mean, they've been consistently top of the league for all of those years, so you can't really be too upset. No, I just wish I feel like they could have won more. I mean, they went three times, so yep. I'd probably put them maybe a fourth because they did go three times. Granted, they lost two of them, but they did go. They, they won a lot of Eastern Conference championships. Yep. Um, I mean, they've just been consistently good, but they they never had that like best guy in the league on the team at all. They've had really really good players on the team, but they just always run into somebody or some team that's just that just a little bit better. Um. Okay. Uh. NBA Finals are underway. The People's Championship, as Cam called it. Uh. Suns versus Bucks. Are they playing right now? I think they are. I think they're about to start. Um. Suns up 1-0. Saw some good meat yeah, from it of, them, of all the Suns drinking out of water bottles with their names on it. That was pretty funny. Uh, Chris Paul had Chris's secret stuff like from Space Jam and Book just had in big block letters Book on his. That was pretty funny. Um, but other than that, nothing notable from the game for me. Yeah. Like, uh, Giannis is just fine, I guess. Yeah, he's all right. He broke his leg in half and then was like, oh, no, I'm good, actually. He's a freak. He's He's... His, I don't know what they did to him, but they did something in like the lab where they built him. Um, Bill, anything on it? No. Uh, Cam, anything? Yeah, I'm rooting for the Suns. I think Chris Paul is uh, Chris Paul is like single-handedly just made DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker even better. Devin Booker doesn't have to score 70 a game and lose, or he can just do his thing. So, um, Credit to Chris Paul. He deserves this one. Uh, Tucker, your Clippers didn't make it? Yeah, my Clippers didn't make it. Uh, I mean, they just didn't have Kawhi. Like, wow, what do you know? The team that uh, lost their best player couldn't pull out the finals win. We'll say Paul George had a good series, though. He kind of like took a little back. bit stink out of the playoff P name, though. Yeah. Um, one thing we didn't touch on, I don't know if we touched on it last week, if it had happened yet, because it's been like nine days since we recorded, but Ime Udoka or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, Ime Udoka to the Celtics. So I like the hire. It seems like the players like him. Uh, he's going to be an assistant on the USA team, so he'll be able to work out with Jalen, uh, not Jalen, Jason a little earlier. Um, I think you just need that locker room guy. I think that's a big part of it. I don't think Brad is that. I think he's more of an X's and O's guy. I think he can work with uh, Ime 
and try to figure it out. But I think the fact that you have like a former player who oh, I loved his press conference too. Yeah, he's he he, he understands culture. He's a former player who's going to get along with the guys. Jalen and Jason him. were involved in his hiring, which is good. Um, so yeah. I like I like the hire. I don't know anything about the guy other than that, but I like the hire. He also was very like tough in his interview too. Like he they they like asked like. About like his relationship, he's like, "Oh, I'm not taking it easy on them because they're superstars. I'm gonna be on their ass the entire time." Which like I love to hear from a coach. He's like a guy that's like, "Oh, like you're just a great player." He's like, "No, I'll be on their ass the entire time I'm here." And I think it will like, help that like when he is on their ass, that he's not just some yeah, suit. he's not he's some a former he's player. a former player, right? Like, then, he, yeah, that they helped pick. Like they, it's it's on them now. Like they got the coach they wanted. So, tell your thoughts on the hire at all. Who did we hire? Ime Udoka. Is he the coach? Yeah. Never heard of him. All right. What team did he coach? He was an assistant under Popovich, I think, at one point. Popovich. He was an assistant under the Nets last year. And he was an assistant for one more team that I can't remember. But, yeah, I mean, Popovich and the Nets is a good I mean, resume. I think the bigger win is having Brad in the front office as opposed to any head coach they put in front of the team. I think I, I think agree. I think Brad's time as a head coach was up. I think I agree. Um. Cam, any thoughts on it whatsoever? I think I said Brad was on the hot seat. No, <laughs> I said his nothing. head coach was terrible. I don't know who he is. Never going to be a championship winner. Okay, fine. Um, all right, Europa League, Euro League, Euro League, it's the Euro Euro Cup. What is it? The Euro. I don't know. So, um, England and Italy going to the finals. Uh, Eng- England's apparently a wagon. Italy, the streets were going crazy. We're going to call in longtime listener Simon Borat. To discuss his team's uh, success so far and get his thoughts on it, because I don't know one thing about it. I don't know one thing either. Uh, I know it's. I mean, I'm. I'm gonna say go Italy. I Isn't think. he? A I'm rooting for Italy. What? Is he Wales? English part no, he's no, he's English. Well, I didn't know if he. Simon. Simon. Is he there? I am. Can you hear me? Simon, we're recording Wasted Takes right now, and we're talking about the Euros, and I figured with England in the finals, you'd want to talk about it. <laughs> I would love to talk about it. England in the finals, huh? Yeah. 55 years of hurt. Well, there at the take-in, home at Wembley, the home of football, and England in the cup final. Should be immense. Um, Italy have got a very strong team, continental competition, they've done well predominantly. Uh and, you know, they're coming off, I don't know the exact number of games, but I think it's like 20-odd games undefeated in international competition. Um, but they've got some aging uh, superstars at the back. So I'm hoping the English, uh, you know, front line led by Harry Kane and uh, Saka and uh, the likes of, you know, Grealish and Sterling and Jim Sancho, who we haven't seen much of in the tournament, can, uh, you know, get those old boys tied and knackered and, uh, you know, give the English lads uh, a chance to win a cup, which would be nice. Simon, it's Trey. Um, Tucker and I have both decided we're rooting for Italy. Why should we want why, – why should we root for England? Like, like, why? What's the good part about rooting for England? What's the good thing about uh, rooting for England? Yeah, why should we root for England over Italy? You guys are Red Sox fans. Being an England fan is basically just seeing your team on the cusp of greatness, guaranteed these golden generations and guaranteed these uh, great players who've never really amounted to much, you break your hearts. Uh, this is a group that have uh, kind of washed that tag away and, and, and after a 
semi-final appearance at the World Cup. Um, you know, look like they're on the verge of giving themselves the best possible chance of winning the final by being in it. So, you know, Italy has been there. Uh, they played. Uh oh. And, uh, the chance to create some uh, positive offensive uh, output. Now, now, Simon, this is Dylan. Uh, you were blessed to have me as your player for two years back on the good old days. Uh, where would you see me fit in on this England team? <laughs> uh, probably on the bench, Dylan. Um, <laughs> I'd be a good bench hype man, though. Yeah, you better I mean, believe you definitely it. were. You know, you, uh, something that England have, you know, uh, not really had uh, much success so far this tournament with set pieces, really. They've had a couple of, you know, solid chances. Uh, but there was a player who they didn't take to the uh, to the champion to the competition. James Lord Prowse played in Southampton, who was a deadly set ball specialist, much in the ilk of uh, you know David Beckham and Dylan Benham. Exactly. So I, I definitely have you being that guy who I'd like to bring on for the last ten minutes of the game and put some balls in the box and uh, some some deadly free kicks. Send it across <laughs> the byline, right? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Simon, so I got a question for you. So it's me, Cam, Trey, and Dylan here. Who do you think would be most likely to be able to be an elite soccer player? Now, just a reminder, only one of us was ever an All-American, and only one of us went on to play D1 college athletics. So I just wanted to remind you of that before you make your decision. Oh, who's the D1 athlete? That would be me. Thank you for asking. Oh, I thought you were in a glorified jogging club. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't. It's, it's funny because it's like you look at American sports, and obviously you all come from different backgrounds with your sports. Um, you know, uh, dealing with his hand-eye coordination, playing baseball. You know, we definitely think he potentially could have been a better goalie. Uh, you know, but again, you know, both Trey and Cam both play football. Same. You know, a lot, a lot of you know, you, you, you see a lot of the college athletes who play. Uh, you know, I'm a big Notre Dame fan. Shane Walton, who was uh, an All-American cornerback at Notre Dame uh, in the 2000s, uh, he always gave props to his his soccer upbringing for his good footwork. Uh, so again, you know, the, the, the American football players amongst you lot, you know, could have been okay. But again, you know, you as a Division athlete probably were under the under the cosh amongst you know the uh, the, the science side of sport, you know, when you're training and basically being applied to do X, Y, and Z through the week on top of your classes. So if I could, you know, merge all four of you and aspects of all four of your athletic abilities, I think I think we'd have a good one. Uh, and if you think that's a political answer, uh, you know, not just piss off any of you or you individually, yes, that's the case. <laughs> well, thank you, Simon, and, and good luck to uh, England. When is the game? Uh, the 11th? On Sunday at 3 p.m. Maybe I'll watch. I don't know. You know what? Yeah, let's let's make a commitment that the Ways It Takes crew will be watching that game possibly. <laughs> let's make commitments and then you use the word possibly. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It's, hopefully you guys all got scholarships based on athletics. Because in terms of your grasp of the English language, possibly and guaranteed do not go in the same sentence. God bless you all. Come on, England. It's coming home. And uh, two fingers to the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Simon, thank you very much.
Thanks, boys. Take care, be well, and uh, great show as always. Thank, Thank you, you, Simon. Bye-bye. And that was the longest soccer segment in Wasted History. We've Street. ever had. And probably I, will be the longest. The only. <laughs> I love talking to Simon. I, just, I think just, we the English soccer correspondent. The English slang thrown in there, just it just it's it's just I needed fun. I needed a wanker. I wish he called someone. He a said two fingers to them. Giving them peace sign in England is a no no. Did you really? know that? Yeah, no, that's a no no. I thought two fingers was a two middle oh, fingers. No, <laughs> no, it's this. It's it. It's V's. That's 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 F U. Are you sure he didn't just tell that to you when you were? No, I, I no, I know that. That's a fact. Look it up. Um, okay. Um, Cam, any any thoughts on the soccer? We had your remarks, so you couldn't really say anything. But yeah, I I didn't have many questions. Um, I I think I'm still gonna root Italy. I am, but too. <laughs> I, I have to go watch this, and I'm at an Irish pub, and there's a lot of Englishmen in there. I might just I might switch gears quickly. Yeah. The only reason I say is because it, I'm going I'm I'm Italian and I'm also going to Italy in a few weeks. So <clears throat> I don't know if they'll still be like celebrating there. Probably not. But I'd like to get involved in that. Um it's really I don't really care who wins. I guess whatever environment I'm watching it in, if I'm at home I'll probably use Italy. If I go out anywhere, um It'll be an Irish pub. That's probably the only place I'll have it on. I'll probably root for whoever the crowd is. Does Italy still have that uh, African player? Balotelli? Yeah. No. no. So I was actually looking at the roster, and um, I remember playing FIFA back in like 2010, 11, and my ultimate team was always the Italian team. I don't know why. And there's still dudes on the team from then, and they were old. Then. Well, he said Harry Kane, and I was like, He's their entire soccer. lineup is so Italian. They're, they're like all the names. Like I swear to God, there's just like ten Italian. Their names. captain, his net last name Giovanni. is Cittolini or Cittolini, however, every Tortellini. Uh, Giorgio Cittolini. Yeah, and he uh, he, he, was, he was Spinazzo. old back then. Well, he said Harry Kane. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Harry Kane was forty like ten years ago. No, Harry Kane's not that old. Francesco, I might, I might be thinking of someone else. Leonardo, who's a bald Manucci. guy that used to play for England? Might have played for Arsenal. I don't know. Bro, yeah, every Italian person has the same exact name. I'm convinced. Where's Ray- Wayne Rooney? Wayne Rooney, that's who I was thinking of. So I don't know Kane. I'm thinking of Patrick Kane. He's old. <laughs> he is old. Um, Dempsey? <laughs> Dempsey. To Wayne Rooney. To Lenio <laughs> oh, shoot. I wanted to ask him if he was nervous about USA and the World Cup next year. Oh, uh, we'll have to get his answer a different time. So I'll tell you one thing that I like about soccer is no other sport is where you say somebody's last name and extend it. There are so many. Dempsey, Schweinsteiger, <laughs> Oh, like, soccer I'm, announcing is the best announcing oh, of any sport. The only thing I really like about soccer, I don't like the sport. I'm, I've made that clear. The only thing I like is the fan bases get so I think we into just it. need Mexican and English announcers for every sport because Mexican and English well, announcers. Well, they do. They, sometimes the like, NFL posts their and they're videos. electric. The yeah. mic, like when they show the Mexican announcer feed, and they're so much better than the American one. I might just start listening to it like yeah, the Spanish broadcast. Like, I don't know if you said this, but even like football, like American yeah, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. what we were yeah. talking about. It's insane. Like they get more hype than we do. Yeah. Like, I love a good Joe Buck, but give, give me one, like, 
Mexican guy that speaks yeah, can speak English with the amount of emphasis. That oh, he does. well, they had remember they had Sergio Dip for that one game, and oh. he was like, "He's out here coaching, having the time of his life. He is having the best day ever." <laughs> Just so bad. It was horrible. You guys did not speak much English. Um, all right. You know, maybe we ruined it by bullying Sergio Dip. Maybe that made it so that they didn't bring anyone else back. Well, we are a soccer podcast now, so put that on the resume. Um, the, ma- the, the match. I know I talked about it a little bit. Did anybody else watch it? I watched a good amount. I watched a good amount of it. I saw highlights. Um, <laughs> Bryson just can't hang. With Bryson sucks, dude. He, he sucks. He can't hang with the insults. Like he was like, I felt like he was kind of getting hurt by him a little bit. I just can't believe the way he drives the ball. He just, his swing looks wrong. How about him asking for a mulligan on the like long? Yeah, when he's like, "Can I get a mulligan?" Yeah, he, he, I think he knew that like doesn't really matter what I do here, so yeah. he was just like trying to hit it as far as he could. Um, saw a really nice shot from Brady. I think it was on a on a, I think it was a par four that he put it on the green. He's really good. He's just good at everything he does. Um, it was a little weird though. Him and Phil always calling each other partner. They're like, sorry, partner. It's all right, partner. I'm going over here, partner. I love what are you, Phil. What are you hitting here, partner? I like Phil, too. Phil carried that entire thing. And it didn't, you know, the, the sad thing was I was watching it, and I didn't, like, feel hatred for Brady. I kind of wanted to see them come I, back and I win didn't it. like, that was the first time that I was, like, rooting for I also bet on Brady and Mickelson. Maybe yeah. that was why. But, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't hate Brady there. They also did some interesting stuff. They did the longest drive challenge. They did the one club challenge, which I love, where they just had to use the one club for I the entire hole. I only watched the whole It was there. a pitching it wedge. Was too long. It was a pitching wedge, a three wood, like seven iron, and then another one. And they literally had to do everything, including putt. They did that last year, too, I believe. They might have. I didn't watch once. I was still, the wound was still fresh. I didn't watch a second of the last one. Um, but. It's. I think it's entertaining. Um, we. I think we had a take that was like there needs to be more of these. Who is an athlete you'd want to see, or an, or anybody, anybody famous you want to see? Uh, I'd like. You know, I'd like for Steph to come back into one. I. I think Steph would be a really good one. I feel like he's good, mic'd up. He's got the personality for it, and he's a great golfer. So I feel like he'd be a really good person to have on it. Um. I mean, Charles is always great. I just love Charles. I want to see. What? A Shaq done one? I don't think so. No, I was gonna say. I was gonna say Shaq because it'd be so funny to see him swinging a golf club. He's such a giant man. Yao Ming, that'd be a good one. Yao Ming was my next one. I was just thinking taller. Big guys. Um, I'd also like to see Michael Jordan because of the way he used to gamble like tens of thousands of dollars on just shots, not even holes. Like, better can hit this over there. Here's twenty thousand dollars. I can't, and I'd like to see that. Dylan, anybody? Yeah, I think Michael Jordan would be amazing. There's no way he does it. He can't be no. in the spotlight. He would, yeah, they, they would they would eat him alive. Um, I'd say, I I mean, I don't know who is good at golf besides Steph. That would be like interested in doing this too. You have to get somebody who's interested in doing it. I don't know, Derek Jeter. The famous Manny, Manny Ramirez sign. Derek, Derek Jeter's playing golf today. Derek Jeter. I could see Derek Jeter. He, he might actually do it. Any, uh, okay. Um, are we ready to move on to list, guys, or anything else from the sports world? Uh, I'm ready. Uh, obviously, we talked about Nikhil Harry. He's a bum. He he tr- also asked for a trade like an absolute counter, a uh, coward. He had his agent do it. Um, 
Okay. Um, we've decided the list. The list will be actors. Um, I actually don't have a list ready, so I'd like to go last if possible, or second to last at least. I have um, mine. I feel like Tucker. I have it. mine mostly. I have mine. I might make some changes. Okay, but... you all start, and I'll continue. Cam, go first. All right. <clears throat> I'll go first. All right, my number five is going to be Will Ferrell. Um, I did this based on I like a lot of the movies he's in, but he is acting I don't love some of the time. Um, I think he's got a really punchable face. I feel like if I met him in person, he wouldn't be very nice to me. That being said, love a lot of his movies, and if he's in it, I'll probably watch it because it's it's going to be funny. Um, but that's why he's coming in at number five. Uh, Tucker? Uh, number five. I have a fun one. It is one that will be on no one else's list. It's Zac Efron. Zac Efron I've grown up with. I've loved Zac Efron since I was a little kid. Idol growing up, watching High School Musical, then you grew up with him. Saw him and all, like, you know, like, I, I wouldn't call him, like, a historic actor. The Ted Bundy movie was actually really good. But outside of that, mostly, like, comedic roles. Done some musicals that I really liked. But, um, yeah, Zac Efron's coming in at five on my list. Just couldn't keep him off. Dale? I'll go. So I did my list based off of, like, would I go to the movies because I'm excited to see this person act? Because, like... I don't go to the movies often and like I'll watch a Will Ferrell movie, you know, later on on DVR or whatever the hell. So uh, number five for me, I'm going Christian Bale. Um, I feel like that's not, I feel like that's not going to be on everybody's list. But Where's the trigger? For some reason, I like his roles like the prestige Batman, obviously <laughs> Ford versus Ferrari. Um so just to name a few. American Psycho, you ever seen that? Yep. So I haven't seen that. I need to see that. Go on. He's just like one of those Great. actors that he doesn't do a ton of movies. I mean, he does, but maybe not as much as other people, I, I, I feel. And they're always like big roles and like exciting movie dramas for me. So I'm a big drama movie guy. So Christian Bale, sliding in at five. Have you ever seen... Um, the big short. The freak out he had on set of one of his movies. No. Oh my I god, you gotta it. look it you, up. Like, have you screamed like, at some Have some you girl. seen like what he does like to get prepared for movies? He's the a psychopath. A psycho. Like the guy ate an apple and a can of tuna fish every day for a year to get ready to be an anorexic person in the movie. He literally went anorexic. Oh yeah, he's a method actor. For a full was that year. That was uh, the machinist, I think. All right. Uh, number five, I'm going to go with uh, Matt Damon. Uh, Got to go Boston off rip. I like Matt Damon. He's uh, in like some in some movie. of my you know some of my yeah. favorite movies. I recently watched The Departed um, again for the fifteenth time. Um, I love that movie. I think he's he can do it all. He can do funny. He can do serious. He can do kind of gritty. Jason Bourne, you know. Um, <clears throat> Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting is another really, really good one that I love. One of his early ones. Uh, him and his boy Ben. Ben's getting left off the list, but him and his boy Ben coming up together. You know, kind of coming into the scene together. And uh, Matt Damon not allowed on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Great running bit. It's um, so Ocean's funny. Eleven. Ocean. Yep. Ocean's movies. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, he's got a long list of great movies, but Boston guy had to put him on the list, so Matt Damon's my number five. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh go ahead. I'm gonna slide in my number four because Trey just convinced me into Matt Damon. I as soon as I thought of it, I was like, I'm I, I'm sorry, Denzel Washington, you got caught off the list for this, but Goodwill Hunting, great movie. Ford versus Ferrari, one of my favorite. Ocean series is maybe my favorite series of all time. I mean, and he's just a cool guy offset too, which I like. Like he just seems cool. And being Boston's awesome. So I had to put him I had to get him onto the list. Uh Cam, number four. Yeah, thought about thought about Matt Damon. Almost only all almost put Denzel on there as well. Um, but number four is actually going to be Johnny Depp. Mm, I almost put I him like on mine. Captain Jack. Yeah, Here's he's the reason why. Honorable mentions. He, he doesn't make like my favorite movies of all time. Like I like if Johnny Depp's in a movie and I see it, I'm like, oh, it's yeah, it's a pretty good movie, I guess. But like the amount of different roles that he's been in, yeah, and he's actually the only person on IMDb who got a five out of five in every. And there are like three categories that they rank actors on. He got five out of five in all three categories. He's like, I don't know what he looks like in real life because of like the, the different characters that he played. I honestly don't really know what he looks like. Um, that being said, Willy Wonka, Chocolate Factory, Charlie, whatever it is. Scary. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean is like, he wouldn't even that's, be close to my it. list if it wasn't for Pirates. Oh, yeah, yeah. he wouldn't be on uh, but Pirates was, he was so You know, cool. something funny, the first movie, uh, the CEO of Disney, uh, he was like, shut it down, he's ruining the movie when he saw test screens. And, and he came out and he said, if you don't like my performance, there's nothing you can really do about it. You hired me. You can fire me if you want. But I'm telling you, trust me, this is going to work. And obviously, the biggest draw of those movies oh. is Captain Oh, Marvel. yeah. Oh, so, no, one of the most iconic characters ever. No, yeah, Cam, you're 100% right. He has... Like if like if you think about his Captain goals. Jack Sparrow versus Willy Wonka, like those couldn't be two more different people. Like he's a tan, long haired, swashbuckling pirate, and then he's a like shut in, pale, bob haircutted weirdo. Like and then you got Edward Scissorhands, you got Sweeney Todd, great movie. Don't know if you've ever seen it. You should. Um yeah. Rango <laughs> Fear and Loathing Las Vegas is one of his early movies. That's really weird. Is that the one with Leo? No, that's Gilbert Grape. That's a weird one, too. But I think that's, yeah, Leo's one of his No, he's also movies. in Gilbert Grape. Yeah, that's what I said. He's in Gilbert. He's yeah. Oh, I, I say, no, Fear uh, and Loathing in Las Vegas is a really, really weird movie. The, uh, yeah, Leo plays a uh, special needs kid. The, uh, like, Alice in Wonderland movies, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, Mad Hatter. He's Mad Hatter. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, Dill? Uh, number four for me. I'm going Robert De Niro. I almost put him. Um, I have a similar pick. Again, I'm a big drama movie guy. I love the the I, the Italian thing. Um, Godfather Two, arguably the best movie of all time, plays the major role in that. Obviously, people who know would know that. Um, he plays funny characters too, with like Meat Fockers. Yep. Um, I I that don't movie with where he's Zac Efron's grandpa. You ever seen that one? Yes. Yeah. Spring oh, Break or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like Bad Grandpa or something. No, that's the one no, with it's, Johnny Knoxville. It's Spring Maybe, Break, it's, yeah. I don't know what it's called. It's not called Spring Break, but go ahead, though. Sorry. Whatever, the party in a college. Yeah. Um, Dirty Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa. Yeah, so 
I don't know. I don't really like much of the newer stuff. Plus, I don't really You've like seen the Irishman. I don't. Yes, I don't really like the guy that much. Honestly, he's kind of a dick. Um, but his older movies, like those, those are the ones I can sit down and, and just watch for three hours and be entertained the entire time. So, uh, Dill, I'm going his right hand man for my number four, Al Pacino. Um, Got to go with the classic. Love mob movies. Obviously, my first two picks, they've been involved in mob movies. Al Pacino, obviously, Michael Corleone in the Godfather franchise. Um, Scarface. Um, and he's still got it today with the Irishman uh, playing uh, Jimmy Hoffa. He's a little eccentric character. Um, I think it's in Serpico. It's not Serpico. It's Scent of a Woman. He has his uh, his signature catchphrase. hoo Classic. Um <laughs> But he's in a bunch of great detective movies, a bunch of great uh, mob movies. Ever seen Heat? Um, the one that's with Robert De Niro. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. How about Any Given Sunday? Any Given Sunday. That's a great one. Um, there's one blemish on his career, and it's Jack and Jill. Don't know if you ever seen that, but yeah. Dunkin' Donuts creates a drink called the Dunkachino, which is a real drink, and they get him, and he said, "I changed my name to Dunk Cachino." <laughs> no, 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 no. He sings a song, but no, he's a. Solid actor, obviously still got the chops. A little bit of a weird guy. I think actors kind of have to be if you're going to be great, like Johnny Depp. He's a freak. Um, but yeah, no, Al Pacino, my number four. Uh, or my list order is messed up now. I think Cam goes first, number three. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, my bad. I, I thought Tucker was up. Uh, number three, um, I'll actually go Robert De Niro. So, Dill, you got that one. Um, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. He, like, his serious acting career was 80s, 90s, kind of early 2000s. Um, and then he kind of started branching out. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to take out his other roles and see what I can do. And he's funny. He's funny. Um, and I totally disagree with you saying he's mean. I don't think he's mean at all. He does interviews with people all the time. He's He was on the roast, roast of... Um, I forget who the roast was, but he's very involved. He's he's married to a black woman. Don't know if that has anything to do with anything. I didn't know that. He is. They gave him a lot of, a lot of they they talked about it a lot at the roast. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm not just being a great actor. I think he's actually a great guy. And I almost put Al Pacino on. Almost put Joe Pesci just because my cousin did it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, De Niro three. Uh, also, Awakening, good movie. I'm doing uh, number three. I have one. I don't think anyone else is gonna have him on the list if no one's put him on yet. But Christoph Waltz. Oh, that's a good one. Just he like he's done two roles that I have just absolutely loved. He won an Oscar for both. I think. Yeah, Inglorious Bastards and Django Unchained yeah. was two of my favorite like really performances good. where he was just so goddamn good. That I couldn't not have him high on my list just because like those are just two of my favorite actors. Yeah, no, the German like charisma is is oh, definitely good. Like, no, he's I, so good. The only reason I wouldn't have him is because that's kind of the only things he's known for, and it's been how many years since? Oh, absolutely, uh, almost ten. I, I know, but the, uh, those performances were too high on my list for me not to put. I know, I respect the pick for sure. I I I, I do like the way he plays uh, characters and that German panache. Uh, Dill. Technically Austrian. Austrian, whatever. Same thing. I have no idea who this is. Christoph Waltz. Uh, Dr. Schultz in uh, Django Unchained and uh, the, the Nazi, the Nazi and, and Bastards. The, 
big Nazi man? Uh, only Schultz I know is Air Schultz. Alright. <laughs> um, how about Mrs. Schultz? Is his name Schultz? Did I make that up? I don't know. I might have made that up. Nobody liked my Mrs. I don't really know a lot of German names, so Air Schultz might have been floating around, floating around in my head when I said that. But. Uh, number three for me, I'm going Brad Pitt. Um, I feel like I should have slipped him down a little further, but I'm going to stick with it at three. Um, King Schultz. King Schultz, yeah. He, he plays a lot of roles, like a lot of supporting roles in a lot of movies that I really, really enjoy. Um, it, another one of those actors who, you know, when he gets a big role, for some reason I get excited. I don't really know why. I think he, I think I just think he's cool. Plays cool characters, so mm-hmm. throwing him in at three. He's also always eating. If you ever notice, yeah, I saw any, a meme about that. Watch any of his movies, he's like always eating, like whether it's like popcorn or a hot dog or like a sandwich, he's just like always eating. So I'm coming Billy off. Billy Bean, does he get on base? <laughs> I'm coming off at number three with Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah. I'm following suit. So it took me a real, like, when I was sitting down to make this list, thinking of like, what movies do I love, like, with the actors, like, multiple movies. And I was like, Brad Pitt's in a, in a couple of these. And I was like, I always thought he was kind of overrated, like yeah, an overrated pretty boy. But then I sat down and thought about it. I was like, damn, I really like a lot of the movies he's in. Um, obviously, uh, he's a very good looking man. Probably the best looking guy on my list. I'll, I'll concede that. Um, but you think of like, I like Tro- the movie Troy, like an, an old one, oh, Troy. Yeah. Um, the Oceans movies, Glorious Bastards. I like the newest Tarantino flick with him in it. I have so many more that I can't even think of right now um moneyball um but yeah no brad pitt he's a he's a solid actor um i don't think i i used to think he coasted by on his looks i don't think that's true anymore i think he actually is very very good i'm glad he finally won an oscar in, a couple of years ago and uh yeah that's going to be an easy number three for me cam number two leo leo's number two um i can't name enough movies that i just love that he's in and I kind of similar to Trey, like, oh, he's just coasting by in his good looks. No. He's just unreal actor. And the fact that he never won an Oscar until Revenant, which probably wasn't even like robbery. Yeah. Um, highway robbery. Um, I, I feel like Leo's probably coming up on a few of you guys' lists. Definitely Tucker. But I feel like there's no explanation needed. Number two. Yeah, I'm following suit with Leo here. It's just there's too many movies that were incredible that he had an incredible performance in for me to not have him. I mean, I felt like it, there was a time period where like every movie he was in was just like the biggest movie of the year. And like it wasn't just like, you know, like your dumb blockbusters, but like there were incredible performances like Wolf of Wall Street was like a fun movie, but also his performance in it was great. Mm. Like there was just all these different times where he all, you know, Titanic. It's I mean, it started out from such a young age, and the fact that he's like still going, never went really crazy, but just kept putting out great movies year after year after year is insane. Dill, I am also going Leo at two. Wow, fun fact. I thought uh, his parents one. named him. Named him Leo because there was a painting on the wall. Leonardo. Of Leonardo da Vinci's painting in the uh, hospital bed or in the hospital room. Um, yeah, same thing. Shutter Island, great movie. Oh. Departed. Departed. Django. Oh, he's like just. He steals a show in Django. Yeah, again, like he does. He 
It's not even. It, it's like his. Well, then Fox lost. It's like his. I mean, everybody's yeah, like quiet. Like that, but that's his character. But yeah, yeah. Okay. It's guys, not. It, you guys know that he actually cut his yep. hand on the glove. One of my yeah. favorite acting stories. Yeah, and then right just puts it right on her face. She was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> that girl." Props to Kerry Washington for not being like. What I didn't cat? realize that was Kerry Washington about until about two minutes ago. I was looking up the cast. <laughs> I had no idea that was Kerry Washington. Well, I also hadn't seen Scandal when I, that movie came out, so I didn't know who she was. Anything else still? It, it, it's one of those things, again, if he's not the lead in the movie, he's the supporting character, but he's probably better than the lead. Like, it's just another one of those situations. Yeah. Um... Okay, I'm not going Leo number two. I'm going with the sti- going statistical d- goat of acting, and that's Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh. Daniel Day-Lewis has won the most Best Actor Oscars, and I you probably haven't seen too many of his movies, but every single movie he's in is fantastic. Also, he's another guy, a method actor. Guy refuses to be called Daniel on set. He needs to be called Mr. Lincoln, or uh, I'm forgetting his name from There Will Be Blood and the other movies, but... He's just he's a, an institution. If he's in a movie, I think he's retired now. But if he's in a movie, he's gonna be up for best actor. And I, you know, he's. I don't think. I think. I don't. You know, I actually don't think I like him as many as as the rest of my list. Like I like their performances more. Um, yeah, respect. I have to put up the respect. I mean, he just. He's. I. I can see. I can tell a good performance when I see one. Um, if you haven't seen There Will Be Blood, I, ha- I highly recommend watching it. It's with the guy from Swiss Army Man's in it, um, not Harry Potter, the other guy. Um, but Lincoln is a great movie. He just embodied Lincoln. I don't know how he did it. He just was Abraham Lincoln. Um, so he's going to be my number two pick. Uh, Cam, number one. Number one, the GOAT, the actor, the producer, the director. He does it all. Mr. Adam Sandler. <laughs> That's I'm I'm shocked. I I'm shocked. I thought you were going Ruffalo. Didn't yeah. you say Mark no, Ruffalo is your favorite actor? No, I love Mark Mark Ruffalo, but he's not he's not quite there. Oh, go ahead. Um, Adam Sandler. By far, watched the most Adam Sandler movies of any actor out there, and I'll consider Benchwarmers, which is my favorite movie, because he was a producer in it. Um, he just, he lives and breathes comedy. And what I love the most is he puts on for all of his boys. And yeah, his wife. he does. He puts- his wife is in every movie and he has at least six of his buddies in every single one of his movies. Every- just, you can do it. That's right. And they sends them to like tropical locations. Now, now he's like, how about, how about we're on vacation in, uh, <laughs> in the Caribbean? Yeah. And my wife's a supermodel that I somehow got. And, and I'm uh, just an adorable And I'm just wow. hanging out with all my boys. <laughs> just go with it, dude. Just go with it. Don't worry about it. That's amazing. Um, I mean, I just... We've, we've had Adam Sandler discuss... Probably the most discussed actor on this, on this podcast. We had a whole list guy segment just at hand. Um, and the, the top five lists that we did, I could watch all five of those right now and probably not fall asleep. I just I love Adam Sandler. People can take away, say he's not a good actor. I don't care. I will never get over watching him in movies. Sandler's lost a bit of a shine to me with his last ten years of work. I really haven't enjoyed many of the movies. I think there's funny moments. I was actually when we had to watch That's My Boy, I was really not looking forward to it. But it, it is it has funny moments. 
Um, obviously, early Sandler is peak. Actually, today during work, I uh, Click was on, and I watched Click for the first time in like 10 years, and I thought it was very very good. That movie scared me. as Oh, yeah, no, it gave me existential dread, but uh, no, um, I enjoyed that movie, and, and obviously, Happy Gilmore is tops in my heart, and so is Billy Madison, so I, I think it's a solid pick, Cam. I wouldn't say his acting chops are the best, but I would say he, he puts on a great performance every time, well, not almost every time he's on the scene, and now he's a serious actor, Uncut Gems, didn't get nominated, which was a actual robbery but um tucker yeah um here my number one i knew what this one i started my list by just being this is my number one it's christian bale i am a huge christian bale fan the dude's got insane range like the fact like ford vs fry one of my favorite movies batman series incredible like the fact he went from um ford vs for vice to ford vs ferrari vice in one year yeah. the fact that he could change that um, in one year is absolutely absurd. Like to change that much physically, or the fact that he did the Machinist in the middle of the Batman series. Mm-hmm. Like in the middle of the Batman series, like oh, I'm just gonna drop this role where I'm an anore- like where I'm anorexic. I mean, I there's like six or seven movies where I'm just like I love him in, and then he's in uh, the new Thor movie coming out, which is he? Yeah, apparently I just saw that on my list when I was looking up his movies, but um. Yeah, Christian Bale, easily just like, I think he's just so talented too on top of it. So easily my number one. Like I said earlier, I think you have to be a bit of a crazy person to be a great actor. Yeah, and, and, I think and he's, he's been certified crazy, crazy person. person. Also, I'm glad, I'm very glad that like people ask like, who's your Batman? Like to see what your generation is. Yeah. And, like you'll say, uh, you know, Michael Keaton or I'm thinking, Val Kilmer, George Clooney. No one says George Clooney. That movie is horrible, but I'm glad. I'm very proud. Yeah, to say I think Bale. he's the best. Christian Bale will always be my Batman for sure. Michael Keaton just wasn't that good. I don't. I watched the Michael okay Keaton movies. once, and I was like, eh. Um. Okay, Dill, number one. I'm shocked that no one has said. I have this a list of first. honorable mentions. Right. Number here. one, like not even close. Like like Tuck said, first one for me, not even close. It's Tom Hanks. There we go. How, I knew how, someone how had to do it. nobody said Tom Hanks yet? He's great. He's just, I don't know. Castaway, Forrest Gump, Saving Private Ryan. Woody. Woody. Um, big. Uh-huh. You ever seen Big? Big. I love Big. Captain Phillips. You guys haven't Captain said. Captain uh, Phillips. Forrest Gump. Oh, you did say Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump, yeah. Like, I mean, the list really just goes on. It's actually insane how many movies this guy's made. Um... <laughs> Overall, nice guy, too. He was one of the first ones to get COVID. Everybody thought he was going to die. Yeah, perfectly terrifying. Ate it like a monster. Um, I don't know. Like, he plays, like, every year he plays in a movie, and it's just a great movie. And he plays a different act, a different character almost every single time. He's just a good actor. I think the can. reason he wasn't on my list is because he doesn't seem like a like a. He seems too relatable to me. He seems like just a normal guy that was really good at acting. Well, yeah, he's he's the quintessential uh, like American actor. He's just like he's the guy. I forget that he's Forrest Gump too. I forget that it doesn't seem like him because he was so because he was so like skinny back then and like I was an old man put on a little weight. No, I I, I think it's a solid choice still. I I, I don't think I've ever watched a movie of his where i wasn't like damn that's a really good movie i no, it's a solid chick i i and it's and the, i can't tell you why he's not on my like list. 100 movies it's insane i can't tell you why he's not on my list he's a great actor 
So obviously, you all went with uh, my number one at number two. It's Leo. I think he's the goat. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys said it all. I mean, you just look at his 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 laundry list of stunning movies. Starting Titanic, one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I think my man crushes go. He's probably number one now that Tom Brady's on the Patriots. It'll probably flip when Brady retires. But if I were to go gay, it would be for Leo. Um, I think he's insanely attractive. I think, I think every movie he's in is fantastic. I mean, we listed all of them, really. Um, one that wasn't mentioned, not really regarded as a great movie, but I think he was a perfect Gatsby. I don't think there's anyone. Gatsby that been, was a great. I don't think there's role. anyone that could have done that better than him. Um, he just kind of gives off that vibe of like just this mythical mm. rich figure. Also, doesn't date anyone that was that's over 20. Doesn't do it. Refuses. Yeah, people don't talk about that. As soon as they turn 20, out. Next one, in. Just goes on yacht, yacht parties and vapes with just 20 18-year-old women around him. Just a baller move. Obviously, he's in some of my favorite movies. Like I said, Titanic, Departed. Um, loved the, the, his last movie. He's got a mo- another Scorsese movie coming out soon. Really? Uh, yep. It's called, uh, killers of the flower moon. I think it's going to be good. Um, yep. So looking forward to that. I just think he's the goat. I, I, you know, it seems like we all went with our favorites <clears throat> at number one. Obviously I think I would take Leo over all of your picks. I would, this was an easy pick for me. But. We're a Leo podcast for sure. Yeah, no, I, I'm happy he made your list in the top two for sure, but. He's got to be number one for me. I've said it all my life. Leo um, Ryan. Titanic, I mean, I actually was like, as a kid watching that, I was very sad he, he died. Extremely sad. I was like, yeah. I, I want that guy to be my friend. I want him to live. Probably one of the first movies I think I've ever watched that wasn't like a cartoon kids movie, Titanic, and watched it all the way through three hours, knew exactly what was going on. And I think that, that movie might have groomed me. <laughs> We taught we reviewed one of our first reviews was Titanic. I gave it a I think I gave it a ten. I, I wish I wouldn't have. I wish I wouldn't have given it given it a ten, but I did give it a Because you, you said what was the movie and I guessed it. Yeah. No, you guessed the number. What was the- Yeah, I said we're doing the number twelve movie and I was like guess and you're like Titanic. Nailed it. But this is a good segue. Actors. Uh, I just wanted to I just wanted to um, give some honorable mentions that weren't mentioned on anyone's list. I had Kevin Costner. Uh, Kevin Costner, Harrison Ford, George Go Clooney, on. Tom Go Cruise, on. Samuel Jackson, yep. Joaquin Morgan Phoenix, Freeman. Morgan, Morgan Freeman, Will Smith, Robert Downey Jr. I was just wanting to mention some of the ones that didn't make I gotta any watch Tropic list. Thunder again. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Ben Stiller. <laughs> He's all right. Um, okay, this is a good segue. Hollywood. We're staying Hollywood. Movie review. Ice Road. I didn't watch it. I watched it. Did you watch it, Cam? I had to watch it. All right. Uh, you two, banter away. <laughs> Cam, you go first. I didn't like it. <laughs> Couple, there's a few types of movies that I don't like. One of them is old westerns. And the other one is just movies where it's just cold and snowy. <laughs> and like Kumi, and this was the side of the latter of the two. Um, I don't know. It just seemed like it was like a predictable kind of. Well, there's gonna be a traitor, and they're gonna get in a fight, and at the end of the day, the one guy is gonna make it through and save the miners. I mean, it just. I kind of saw it happening from the beginning. I love Liam Neeson. Uh, honorable mention for me, actually. 
but I what I didn't see it as like a, a great film. And you know, it's on Netflix for a reason. People are paying good money to see it, so they sold off Netflix. I'm gonna give it a, a five two. Dylan, you love the movie. I said that's fair. I, I didn't love the movie, but um, I like Cam said movies that I don't really like. One of them is movies where it's like an hour long of just straight action, like with with the music in the background and like fighting scenes for like an hour long. Um, those don't really do it for me. But when you go into a, a Liam Neeson movie, Liam Neeson's it you it's gonna be that. This is like a quintessential. Liam Neeson action movie. Um, I thought it was entertaining. I think that I knew where the story was going to, Cam. But there were a lot more turns, I guess, than I thought there was going to be. Like, I really didn't think, like, two of the things were going to go down. I didn't didn't actually think that... uh, Gertie was going to die. Gertie was going to die. Yeah, like, I didn't think that... That's my guy. Gertie was a dude. Um, yeah, he was a special needs character in the movie. Um, <laughs> he died. Uh, he got squished. He was kind of like Hodor. It reminded me of Hodor. I was like, don't go for the gate. You're going to turn into Hodor. And he got he got squished. Um, R.I.P. So, my boy Hodor. So, it reminded me of like a mice and men situation. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Look at the bunnies. <laughs> but, uh, um, I don't know. I think it was okay. I think, again, Netflix movie. It's a Netflix action movie. Quintessential Liam Neeson. You know what you're going to get type of movie. I'll give it... I'll give it a... I, I enjoyed it. I'll give it a... I'll give it a 6-1. Alright. Ice Road. So, if you remember, uh, more than a year ago, I picked a movie that I love that wasn't loved by the podcast. It's about the Kennedy assassination. It's called JFK. I loved it. Dylan loved it. These two did not. I didn't watch it. Cam hated it. I, I got through about 45 minutes, maybe. <laughs> um, but I think it's been a year, and it's time to do another Kennedy movie. I, I thought it was just going to be the same movie again. No, it's, it's, it's not. It's going to be a different perspective on the uh, Kennedy oh, assassination. Um, yeah, I told Dylan about it. Oh, and I, I, I watched it. One. Yeah, well, it's you, it should be close to your heart, Tucker, because its name is the name of your mother. It's called Jackie, starring Natalie Portman as Jackie Hello, Kennedy. Natalie. Yeah, um, and it's about how Jackie Kennedy, you know, what happened to her during the assassination. It's not really a told story, you know, what happened to her during the assassination and how she dealt with, you know, the loss and, the t- and telling her children and also dealing with setting up the biggest funeral for a fallen leader since Abraham Lincoln. And, and you know, she walked in the street for that whole thing you know, four days after her husband got gunned down by riding in the street. So it's, I like it a lot. It's a different view and it gives you kind of a, a, a different look at um, a first lady, uh, one of the most iconic first ladies. So uh, Jackie is, is what will be the story of uh, Rose Kennedy and her lobotomy. Uh, I don't think it talks about Rose Kennedy at all. No, but <laughs> Bobby's in it. Teddy's in it. Lyndon Johnson. I'm sure JFK's Not a lot of people it. do. JFK's in it. Some of his brain is in it. Um, but yeah, no, um, solid movie. Um, so we're doing Kennedy. I might do another Kennedy next time around, too. I might do Teddy Kennedy. So we'll see how I'm feeling. But um, Jackie's a movie. And that's Wasted Takes, episode 79. The What was his name? Terry O'Reilly. Terry O'Reilly. Forrest Gregg. 
Forrest Gregg episode. I don't even think it's Forrest Gregg, honestly. <laughs> Forrest Gump episode. Um, vote on our polls. Please stop voting for Dylan. He's winning far too often. What's the, what's the rank at? 10, 6, 6, 3. I can't wait till my gladiator pick wins. <laughs> it's probably well. Um, thanks for getting wasted with us, and we'll see you next week. See ya.